Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Tuesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, Rock of Talk. Dot com, 550-5500 here on this Tuesday, January the 4th. We'll be breaking news here uh, as we open up the show. Dowd will not be with us. He is uh, concussed and uh, not doing well, so we're going to uh, wait for his arrival. Should he arrive? Murder Mike, of course, at the bottom. Hour number two, make sure that you guys uh, check in with uh, all the latest goings on. Of crime uh, with that. And don't forget to also uh, make sure you download the app. We're on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. I'm also on, well, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can uh, download those great apps, 65 great radio stations uh, directly at abq.fm and rockoftalk.com. And how about rockoftalk.tv uh, as well? 550 500. And uh, I will forward the phones after the break. That way you guys can go ahead and check it and call in. But, um, as we get started on 2022, an election year, as COVID sort of springs to life with 1 million plus infections, basically illustrating how Michelle Lujan Grisham's policies have failed to contain the spread, much like her ilk, George, uh, excuse me, Joe Biden. I'm forgetting his name. We're, we're so used to calling him uh, Let's Go Brandon uh, at this point. She is now knee-deep in yet another scandal. So here we go. We have the media doing its very best, as usual, trying to do what it can to cover for the governor. I don't know why they like her so much. Maybe it's all the political money that's going to be coming her way. Maybe it's uh, some of the new things that they expect that they might get in a second uh, go-around from her. I mean, let's just look at just, you know, right off the top. The economy, without getting the money from the federal government, would be in abysmal shape. We know that 2024, 2026, you know, the election years that come every couple of years have failed to shake up sort of the power hierarchy and the control that the Democrats have had for nearly 90 years in this state. But this might be one thing that could possibly shake things loose. Regardless of the media, regardless of the people who are elected, when you have scandal and you have the IRS, and you have maybe some financial fraud going on in addition to drugs, sex, and rock and roll. I kid, of course, because we know that we're about to go down to Spaceport America. And we know one Sir Richard Branson's been down there. They've been lauding and applauding every single time that he goes out into space. Oh, he's flying his first to space. He broke through first July 9th, and we find out the entire sham that Virgin Galactic has been. We've been telling you. Dowd himself has written 18 articles, deep dive, investigative reporting on this stuff. We know that uh, he's been taking on the Southern New Mexico uh, reporting contingent. And amongst them, they are the greatest defenders of this massive and wonderful thing they call the spaceport. What we're about to find out is from a former whistle, from a former CFO, chief financial officer, now... The whistleblower, we're going to give him a chance to speak, and then I'm going to get into the details, and you, my friends, are about to find out more information. I just happen to have all these documents that go right back to the bonds that were never issued, ladies and gentlemen. 
We're talking about fraud and malfeasance at the highest levels in state government. On the eve's eve of New Mexico's, what is this, 112th birthday? I don't know what it is. I think it's 1912. So yeah, we're not going to go that far, right? So I think we, we go 110th birthday. 110th birthday. On the eve, eve, that's two days from now, we might be looking at one of the greatest financial scandals in the history of the state of New Mexico. This is the former CFO of Spaceport America. Take a listen. In his own words, released uh, yesterday. In this video, I'm going to be reading from my notes. This is a very emotional topic for me, and so my notes are going to help keep me on track. I've never spoken about this publicly until now, but the continued retaliation from New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham and her staff has forced me to make this statement to set the record straight. Many of you know I was the former chief financial officer of Spaceport America in New Mexico. I left that position after making multiple whistleblower complaints. I was forced to resign when I had to choose between keeping my job and committing crimes. After the governor and her staff got rid of me, they have done everything in their power to retaliate against me and destroy my life to keep me silent. At the same time, they proceeded to violate multiple federal laws. Today, I have filed a lawsuit against the state of New Mexico for violations of the New Mexico Whistleblower Protection Act and malfeasance by the state auditor. The complaint names 21 individuals who participated in a conspiracy, including leaders at the highest levels of state government, including Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, Attorney General Hector Balderas, New Mexico State Auditor Brian Colon, Economic Development Cabinet Secretary Alicia Keys, and current managers at Spaceport America. The complaint provides evidence of extortion, bribery, illegal drug use, sex discrimination, procurement fraud, securities fraud, and multiple violations of federal law. The complaint describes how after I left, the defendants proceeded to commit over $200 million in fraud when they issued bonds under false pretenses with disclosure documents containing fraudulent information. I have provided a downloadable PDF of the full complaint so you can read the evidence for yourself. The link is in the description box below this video. To put this in context, the last governor in the United States who was impeached was Governor Blagojevich. He was arrested and sentenced to 14 years in federal prison for a whole lot less than this. Now, I realize that I'm just one person going up against the most rich and powerful people in the state of New Mexico. And I realize that these people have virtually unlimited taxpayer dollars that they will continue to use to attack me. But here's what I believe. 
I believe that one person can make a difference in this world, and I believe it's important to stand up for what is right. I'm Zach DiGregorio, certified public accountant, and you, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, you are a crook. Powerful video right there. John DiGregorio, former former uh, CFO of Spaceport America, relieved of his duties last June. Uh, you might remember it was uh, during June and July of last year. And, of course, you remember July 9th and uh, Virgin Galactic going up. At that point, we had talked about how Virgin Galactic was going to be an abysmal failure, but moreover, that there was never an ROI. There was never a return on the investment, and we couldn't track any of this money. And I think more importantly in all this, he's released the PDF, and we're going to go a little chapter and verse on this because we've had the opportunity to spend some time on the PDF, and it's exactly what we had been talking about and have been talking about for a very long time, 18 different articles You'll have to subscribe to www.rockoftalk.chat. We have alluded to this exact problem in two separate articles, in addition to, well, everything from Spin Launch, Virgin Galactic, uh, to the construction issues uh, that are out there, to just how any of this stuff, you know, truly kind of got off the ground. Now, I'm going to go directly to what we have covered in the past uh, to sort of jog your memory on the very two things, the spaceport bonds, okay? Well, this goes all the way back, and what's not listed here and what he's not talking about, and I'm not even sure if Mr. DiGregorio is even aware of the information that I'm about to tell you about, that you have heard before, okay? Remember, he was dealing with it from the standpoint of managing the financial situation of Spaceport America. This IPRA was issued back in 2009, again in 2010. This was addressed to the attention of Lindsay Hurlia, records custodian, down in Las Cruces, New Mexico, 4605 Research Park Circle, the New Mexico Spaceport Authority. And the subject was an IPRA request limited to the condition of Spaceport America Regional Transport District for the gross receipts tax revenue bonds. That's the key word, bonds here. 55.81 million Series 10, that's 2010, Spaceport Gross Receipts Tax Revenue Bonds there as well in the amount of 20.56 million. You're literally talking about 75, 76. He has now addressed $200 million in bonds. We're just talking about the first portion of these. It says, uh, records custodian, I would like to make an IPA request for records limited to condition for the Spaceport Authority securities payable from and secured by a portion of the county regional Spaceport gross receipts tax revenues received by the New Mexico Regional Spaceport District from Gross receipts tax imposed by Donna Anna and Sierra counties, which are pledged by the Regional Spaceport District and the Spaceport Authority of revenue for the bonds, of revenue for the bonds, condition of the underlying local economy of the obligors, people who are obligated to it, including employment, income, wealth, tax burden, audited financial statements of the Spaceport America Regional Spaceport District, including both revenues and expenses and other sources of funds to pay principal principal, the cost of spaceport, and interest, and interest from gross receipts tax imposed by Dona Ana Sierra counties, which are pledged by the regional spaceport district and viability of those sources of revenue to be used to make these payments. I've reviewed the Attorney General, Open Government Division of IRA, under, <clears throat> excuse me, the IPRA deadlines, and it should still be satisfied based upon this particular records request. Now, 
One other thing in here, this whistleblower complaint was obtained through a public records request originally. I want to go back to, here we go, the spaceport bonds uh, itself. These bonds have yet to be found. We can't find them. We were looking for them. We submitted an IPRA request. We wanted to know what the tax-exempt status for the spaceport bonds was. We asked the question, and essentially all hell is breaking loose right now because this particular question wasn't satisfied because the bonds itself were never issued. That's right, folks. That's what this whole entire thing alleges right now, that the bonds themselves were never issued. How was it paid? Who's getting paid? Where's the money going in the spaceport America? $200 million gravy train, or at this point back in 2009, a $70 million gravy train, and who's involved? And the former CFO, John DiGregorio, is issuing a lawsuit which will force the discovery of all of these things through a court of law during an election year 2022 for the governor of the great state of New Mexico, her state auditor, Brian Colon, her attorney general, Hector Balderas, and most importantly, and maybe quite controversially, one woman who's involved in a number of different endeavors, and that would be Alicia Keys, the economic development secretary, but also has her hands in a number of other pots as well. I checked Channel 4, their website, nothing. Not every single day that these people get sued for $200 million and going through quite possibly what is going to be the biggest fraud, should this follow through, should John DiGregorio be on top of this in the history of the state of New Mexico? It's a quarter of a billion dollars. Looked at KOAT Channel 7, nothing. Cannot find it, does not exist. You will not, nothing to see here. Channel 13, zero, zilch, nada. Well, I figure someone's got to do some some reporting and jumping on top of this. No, no, no. Uh, the Albuquerque Journal is not going to do that either. COVID wary New Mexico travelers. What's cooking at the sawmill? Oh, good news, good news, good news. Chelluhan Grisham is going to come clean up crime and get reelected. There's so much here. We're going to go through each one of those pieces that he mentioned. He left the PDF out. And you are going to get your first tour right here of those items, which range from everything from financial malfeasance to drug trafficking. We'll do that right after the break. 419 here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Friends ask me what my recommendations are. I just say theplaceilike.com. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, it's great for locals. Awesome weekly deals too. Theplaceilike.com. Wow, breakfast at theplaceilike.com. 
The Rock of Talk is now available on Roku. Just go to search on your Roku device and type in The Rock of Talk. Then download and enjoy. Watch the show live on demand. Get the top 10 news of the day or watch any of our weekend shows on demand. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque, and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks, and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five? Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. This week can be your best week. The week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's Cantina, music would play and Ferdinand would whirl. Blacker than night were the eyes of Felina, wicked and evil while casting a spell. My love was deep for this Mexican maiden, I was in love but in vain I could tell. One night a wild young cowboy came in, wild as the West Texas wind. 
dancing and daring a drink he was sharing with wicked Felina, the girl that I love. 424 here in the Kiva. A little Marty Robbins, number one on this day back in 1960. By the way, today is, uh, hey, it is I Am a Mentor Day, also Pop Music Chart Day. So back in 1960, this was uh, number one, I think, on the pop charts. Uh, I'm not really sure, but uh, your calls and texts, welcome, 550 500 And let's just kind of recap, shall we? As you heard from John D. Gregorio, the former, what was he, the uh, financial you know, guy, the, the certified public accountant, he was forced to resign. He was forced to resign in all of this, folks. Okay. He had the choice between his crime that he was going to be committing on behalf of all the people that he named, MLG, Hector Balderas, Brian Colon, Alicia Keys, and now the current operators and manager, managers, excuse me, of Spaceport America. And he said that he was retaliated against, so it gave him no choice but other than to fight back. He said federal laws were broken. We're going to get into that in a moment. This is going to be a slightly longer segment. And then he filed this lawsuit. He is the New Mexico whistleblower for this lawsuit going after those particular people during an election year. I don't think that this is opportunistic in that or that it's a time to be an election year. I think this is just fortuitous for all of us that, hey, the rubber's meeting the road and uh, here we are. Okay. And this is something that has been committed allegedly based upon the lawsuit that he has put out. So we're going to go through, uh, excuse me, Zach DiGregorio, not John. I, apo- I apologize. I apologize. That's D-Dowd Muska correcting me. The Dow 3000 is listening as best he can. So he's welcome uh, to come into the Kiva just uh, anytime that he likes. So let's, let's venture back, shall we? We'll go item by item on these PDFs. Normally I would, uh, of course, see to uh, D-Dowd and he'd, he'd rifle through this stuff. But I've got this information right in front of me. And... Um, Again, nobody, nobody is covering any of this stuff. So item number 40, okay? During the recent Internal Revenue Service, the IRS audit of Spaceport gross receipts tax. Now, I just got a text from somebody, and they said, well, uh, if there's no bonds issue, there's no revenue raised. No, no, that you have to issue those bonds so you could build Spaceport America. That was the whole entire thing. The IRS informed Zach DiGregorio the reason the IRS had flagged the spaceport bonds for audit was because they were originally, quote-unquote, private placement, meaning you could not track them. Bonds with the New Mexico Finance Authority, NMFA, which is Alicia Keys and all the various people who have been in and out of that agency. Think of it as a non-governmental or a non-governmental organization. That's handing all out, you know, the LIDA funds, the Mexico Finance Authority. Ten years ago, the IRS explained to Zach DiGregorio they were concerned the process the New Mexico Finance Authority used to issue private placement bond lacks transparency and is susceptible to fraud. Aha. Uh-huh. That's literally the Internal Revenue Service checking in, telling him directly, hey, here's what's going on. Here's what's going on. This stuff doesn't check out. It's open to fraud. We need to take a deeper look at all this, okay? Now, this uh, is part of the Santa Fe First Judicial District case, D-101, CV 2022, number one, meaning it's the first lawsuit of 2022, okay? 
Let's go to number 74 in that PDF. And I know uh, Dowd's tracking along. I, I can feel him just tracking along. Spaceport America tenant using LSD. Remember, we talk about drugs. Let me, let me just review and revamp uh, uh, very quickly the list of, of, of the things that have happened over there. Because I want to itemize these and then go. Uh, I failed to do that at the beginning, and I, and I needed to, to make sure that it's there. Because the allegations here, fraud in the issuing of the bonds, traffic procurement fraud, securities fraud, multiple, multiple violations of federal law, sex discrimination, illegal drug use, bribery, extortion. This complaint provides evidence of all of that and describes how after Zach DeGregorio left, the defendants proceeded to commit over $200 million in fraud when they issued bonds under false pretenses with disclosure documents containing fraudulent information. Now, I do want to go back to one thing because we should not forget the amount of money that Sir Richard Branson has made in the pump and dump, which is happening simultaneously as he's launching this guy. Pay attention over here. Well, nothing to see here. And $200 million is going out the door. Or Richard Branson is on his pump and dump. It's getting with Chamath Palapatia. Remember, very close and cozy with the Clintons. Between the two of them, nearly $2 billion, making them whole and you, the taxpayers, getting absolutely nothing. Item 74, during the same period, illegal drug use was reported at the, at the New Mexico Spaceport Authority. Surprise, surprise, everybody. Nobody happens to be there, right? Who's over there? Who's paying attention to what's going on over, over at uh, the Spaceport Authority? I guess nobody. They're just they're tripping out on LSD. <clears throat> wow. New Mexico Spaceport Authority Project Lead David Bushman <laughs> sent an email to the entire management team that construction contractors on site at the Spaceport America had complained to him that an aerospace customer, aerospace customer was using drugs illegally on the property at Spaceport America, including LSD and marijuana. I'm going to say it South Valley style. Marijuana. The complaint originated from a local contractor who did not like that the out-of-state company was bringing drugs into the local community. The COVID-19 pandemic had already started, and personnel for this aerospace company was quarantined and living on the property. Okay, They're doing drugs right in front of the people who are doing the construction. Like, oh, we're just having a party. Branson's coming. We got lights. We got strobe lights. We're going to party. I, I hear Richardson's coming down. Michelle Lujan Grisham's coming down. Like, we're, we're all doing everything. It is not legal says, for people to live on New Mexico State trust land. But Dan Hicks had granted an exception to the customer due to the pandemic. Shut down. We'll let them be there. They don't have to travel. Hotels are shut down. Michelle Lujan Grisham has shut everything down. The customer had made changes to the site at Spaceport America to accommodate their living uh, conditions, including building a recreational shooting range and a bar serving alcohol. That's what was going on during COVID-19. They were tearing it up. That's item 74 in the PDF, by the way. All right, let, let, let's move forward because we've got, I don't know, eight, eight, nine, ten of these things. Spaceport America tenant flights were illegal drug trafficking. This is allegedly happening, but maybe doesn't feel so allegedly when it's the chief financial officer who's reporting this. 
Following that meeting, it does not appear that much investigation occurred other than Chris Lopez walking around the side after the drug trafficking whistleblower complaint was filed. The allegations were reported to the law enforcement or other state agencies at the time. Too busy patrolling. Are you wearing a mask? Are we keeping the schools open? But there does not appear to have been any attempt, any attempt to determine whether the customer's multiple plane flights in and out of Spaceport America airfield were trafficking illegal drugs. We have drug use. We have LSD. We have marijuana. We have a bar serving alcohol. We got the contractors trying to do whatever they can to go ahead and get things going because we got a lot of work to do here, folks. And you got the, the, the people who are the tenants parting and tearing it up. That's also, that is also in this particular complaint. All right, let's, let's, let's scoot on down to numero 84, 84. Virgin Galactic seeks to circumvent regulations. Surprise, surprise, everybody. We already know what NASA, or excuse me, the, uh, I think it was the FAA did to Richard Branson. They slapped that guy right on the wrist, right? They said, no, here, you're going to have to go ahead and hold back for another year. You're not launching until the middle of 2022 or the end based upon your breaking of the FAA regulations, right? That's what Richard Branson, he, he didn't follow the flight path. Well, here, here's one. During the same period, Virgin Galactic was under pressure to prepare their first space flight from Spaceport America. Virgin Galactic staff had made several comments to Zach DiGregorio that they were frustrated with the New Mexico Spaceport Authority. Virgin Galactic staff told Zach DiGregorio at the time, a month before launch, that they wanted to get around the quote-unquote red tape of government-mandated processes. We want the government money. We want to kind of do everything by the book, so we qualify. We want to cross the the uh, uh, 230,000-foot threshold. They're trying to skirt around it. Circumvent regulations. Uh, uh, Uh-uh-uh. That's that's Virgin Galactic, friends and buddies. All right, let's scoot on down to the next one, 85, right below that. Luhan Grisham in secret meetings with Virgin Galactic about budget and expenditures. Why is she in a meeting with Virgin Galactic about any of this? Do we have the minutes? This happening simultaneously while the rest of us are all, you know, on lockdown, and you got all everybody afraid in their homes, and restaurants are shut down, and she's out there meeting with Virgin Galactic. Virgin Galactic made requests to Dan Hicks of New Mexico Spaceport Authority funds for expenses like additional security and helicopter support, which were not provided to their satisfaction. So Virgin Galactic also made a request to reduce agency staff supporting other customers in business development. So the agency could provide more support to Virgin Galactic. Michelle Longris, we need some more people. Can you help us out? We don't have any more money. We're doing the pump and dump. Billions of dollars. Virgin Galactic had also been informed that the business consultant, Jim Hindi, recently hired by the governor's office, was writing a new staffing plan for the agency. The pending staffing changes had the potential to greatly benefit only Virgin Galactic. So then, remember, this is the same one that wants to skirt the regulations, wants to get around this. We're we're not very happy with all of this other stuff. And in addition to that, uh, we need more staffing, too. Boy, Richard Branson was parting it up. Virgin Galactic executives bypassed Hicks at that point, met with the governor's office. Now, Michelle Lujan Grisham says it's okay. I guess it's okay, according to this complaint. In secret, multiple times about topics that included, and he itemized them, number one, 
diverting the New Mexico Spaceport Authority's operations budget to expenses that supported only Virgin Galactic, literally tailoring them to the bottom line so that Virgin Galactic would be successful because they needed that. They needed that mirage of success. The previously mentioned security expenses uh, as well. Two, staffing changes at the New Mexico Spaceport Authority, the previously mentioned staffing plan by Jim Hindi. This is some serious stuff. I'm glad we've been covering Spaceport Authority for the past two years. Let's scoot down one more. 86. Luhan Grisham in secret meetings with Virgin Galactic, Teresa Casado. So the name ring a bell? Sound familiar? Can you hear that? Yeah, Teresa Casado is the one affiliated with Bill Richardson. Deputy Chief of Staff during this Virgin Galactic deal, and we let's put it right back into it. These meetings were in secret when they took place without the knowledge of the New Mexico Spaceport Authority. Dan Hicks, Zach DiGregorio had no idea. Teresa Casados hanging out with uh, Richardson to put the deal together and their meeting and flying on up, I don't know, up and down I-25, using a helicopter, who knows, to go visit with Michelle Lujan Grisham to sort of skirt and get around. We, we got to have a big triumph here. Zach DiGregorio and Daniel Hicks only found out about the meetings and the topics of conversation after the fact, when the governor's chief operating officer, Teresa Casados admitted to holding the secret meetings with Virgin Galactic. That's fact. That's fact. Teresa Casados admitted to these facts. It is also relevant that Teresa Casados was deputy chief under former Governor Bill Richardson when the original deal with Virgin Galactic was formed. Hostility, intimidation, right? Retaliation. Also in the whistleblower complaint, the governor-elect had named Teresa Casados her chief operating officer, co-equal top staff, who will split management and supervision of different branches of the office, both report directly to the governor-elect only. That's from the release that we know what is in her job description. She oversees the implementation of policy and legislation, liaising with cabinet secretaries, cabinet affairs, various issue-specific czars, and constituent services. Now let's go down to a man by the name of Dan Burrell, the Burrell Group. Ring a bell? Yeah, that Dan Burrell is connected directly to Hunter Biden. Teresa Casados was deputy chief of staff during Richardson pay-to-play scheme. Luhan Grisham in secret meetings with Virgin Galactic. Teresa Casados is the director of the senior services of Santa Fe County. In this other write-up, an experienced manager and leader with diverse background at different levels of government. In her current role, she manages the day-to-day operations of county senior and community centers, develops program goals and performance criteria, oversees working relationships with providers and outside organizations. Among other duties, she previously served as the director for the operations for the North Central New Mexico Economic Development District, where she implemented organizational restructuring and increased efficiency and support services. She was the executive administrator of the Burrell Group, Dan Burrell, where she managed office operations to ensure productivity across different startup companies like Burrell Western Resources. Anybody know where Dan Burrell is right now? Is he in Montana? Is he in Colorado? Is he involved in some sort of energy deal or newfangled thing? And also the Burrell College of Osteopathic Medicine down in Las Cruces. Across her career in state government, she served as Deputy Secretary of the Department of Workforce Solutions, New Mexico Department of Labor, that is. Responsible for the Workforce Services Bureau, Labor Relations Division, Business Services Division, and Economic Research Analysis Bureau. She was also Deputy Chief of Staff 
for Governor Bill Richardson from 2008 to 2009. Other roles in the office of the governor included Director of Operation Human Resources, Director of Personnel, Stato's earned a degree in Business Administration from the University of Phoenix. There's a lot more to all of this. We're just covering the basics because, you know, there's a lot of pages in there and a lot of things to sort of read through. Dowd's going to be involved in that, but this in and of itself, with the muscle of the lawsuit behind it, that has been filed, the first lawsuit filed in Santa Fe in 2022 is this one. I don't think any of this stuff is made up. And if it is, it's going to look pretty bad for the former CFO, Zach DiGregorio. Again, this complaint provides evidence of extortion, bribery, illegal drug use, sex discrimination, procurement fraud, securities fraud, multiple violations of federal law. The IRS is involved. They've evaluated this information, worked directly with the CFO. Maybe that's why he was fired. We don't know. Claimed that he was retaliated against. For him, it was a choice between committing crimes, federal crimes, and doing his job, which was to be the chief financial officer for Spaceport America, stating that federal laws have been broken. This lawsuit includes in all this, with the video, once again, as Michelle Lujan Grisham, State Auditor Brian Colon, Attorney General Hector Balderas, and specialist in about every regard and every realm and economic development chief alicia keys a lot here to cut through we'll do that when we return uh if you'd like we wanted to get to the highlights of all this there was one curious thing that was mentioned and i think it's always a failed attempt when you start trying to project and direct where this lawsuit is going to go because then it does speak to the politics of all this And I think one of the things that I wouldn't have done if if I were Zach DiGregorio, certified public accountant, and stating, you, Michelle Lujan Grisham, you are a crook, is mentioning Governor Governor Blagojevich back in Illinois. was arrested, sentenced to 14 years in federal prison for a whole lot less than this, he says. Now I realize I'm just one person going up against the most rich and powerful people in the state of New Mexico. And to realize that these people have virtually unlimited taxpayer dollars that they will continue to use to attack me. I think he should have kept it simple. He should have focused on his job and focused there. Wishful thinking in an attempt to scare people who have a tremendous amount of power. It's a little bit of hubris there. And really, in my opinion, unnecessary. This information should be good enough to stand on its own. You can't hope for where you want it to go. You can only put the information out there and let the nature of the New Mexico justice system take its course and hope that there's some public outcry about this. Again, no news at all on Channel 4, 713. No news at all in the Albuquerque Journal. They're not talking about this absolutely anywhere. And the reason why is because everyone knows it's an election year. And a lot of people are running scared when it comes to the governor of the state of New Mexico, Michelle Lujan Grisham. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Back and forth. Thanks for listening. At Revelco of New Mexico, we believe no vehicle should be stolen, period. Revelco vehicle anti-theft device is unlike any other. Visit RevelcoNM.com and find out how. Visit RevelcoNM.com and find out how. 
something wonderful like all chocolate dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams, even red chili bars, thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. Hey, Grandpa and Stella, we need to get back to work. We are working, Ava. Yeah, all this cleaning and sanitizing is hard work if you do it right like we do. Exactly, Stella. Especially while serving all the yummy Monroe's food with a smile. Behind the mask. And in a safe, sanitized place. Hey, Hey, Ava, we want a raise. I'll give you two a raise. Go and raise the flag and get back to work. We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks, and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcasts, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot. The Mortgage Guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Ranchos, Pampers Pets, all-natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats, and supplements, too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats. Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card. 5% off at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. Pets. The 
The music of Jerry Rafferty there, uh, Baker Street, of course, you know it is the intro of uh, Dave Ramsey, but I better know it as uh, one of the best songs, I think, out there of the uh, 70s. Jerry Rafferty died 10 years ago uh, on this day, and he had a solo hit with Baker Street, made him a lot of money, but he was a very depressed alcoholic, uh, ladies and gentlemen, so uh, he died at the young age of 63, also uh, was part of Steeler's Wheel. Stuck in the middle of with you, you might remember uh, that song as well. 550-5500, again, covered uh, end-to-end, 4713. So uh, covered everything from the journal, not anywhere uh, to be found uh, is this particular story, which uh, could be the biggest story. We'll see if uh, Joe Monahan covers it tomorrow. Likely he will. Uh, that's probably where somebody will blog around it. Uh, 40 shares uh, stuck it up there, but it was all just clipped and there's really no reporting. There's just a lot of excerpts uh, that are coming here. It looks like it was almost a press release uh, for 40 shares there. But uh, that's about it. That's what, what we got. And I was uh, glad to be part of uh, getting this information uh, out to the market as quickly uh, as possible. So forced to resign. Zeke De- Zach DiGregorio is uh, looking to go ahead and uh, take down the power structure. And let's uh, let's hope for uh, his sake, <laughs> at least, that uh, he's protecting himself because uh, the politicos uh, are pretty dangerous uh, here in uh, old Nuevo Mexico. Uh, and he was a question, not a statement. I said, if no bonds were sold, then no money was raised. No, yes, uh, no, they were not. No money was raised, okay? Money was issued. No bonds need to be raised. So where did it go? Where did the gross receipts tax go? And who, who I mean, you have no numbers that are attached to this on the securities part. As we've discussed that uh, before, Dow checks in. He says, he's okay. Probably not a uh, concussion, but he just needs stillness and some quiet. Not sure you want to go ahead and uh, listen to me if you're looking for some quiet. Uh, Eddie, how sad that there have been more acid trips at the spaceport than there will ever be space trips. That's very funny. You guys are always uh, wise and insightful and uh, all that. Uh, Remember, and people have been sending this stuff to me all day long. They've been sending me links uh, to to various releases uh, that have been out there. And, you know, we're just following up on all of them. I just want to make sure that you and Dowd knew that was there. I mean, that was probably like six or seven uh, people who sent this. Judge grants relief to Navy SEALs suing Biden over the vaccine mandate. Uh, That story out there as well. There is no COVID-19 exception to the First Amendment. Over 30 members of the U.S. Navy suing Biden administration officials over unconstitutional vaccine edicts. Granted a relief by a federal judge. Last night, 26-page preliminary injunction, U.S. District Court Judge Reed O'Connor lambasted the Biden military vaccine mandate, saying military members don't surrender their rights when they join the service. Good on them, good on you, and uh, keep up the fight, uh, as we always uh, do uh, right here in the Kiva. All right, so those are the texts. Your calls are are certainly welcome uh, at that. Uh, I already uh, kind of you know alluded to the fact that we're going to have to wait for this to play out, but this big black cloud that's going to be hanging over the governor of the state of Mexico during election years. Will it be impactful? I think it will be, but it all depends upon how much coverage in mainstream media actually do. I got to tell you, this is a low information voter here in the state of New Mexico. They just sort of follow the winds, you know, all the scaremongering, the big political campaigns that are coming with your taxpayer money. I see these ridiculous commercials. Oh, thank God. We need to line up for the vaccine. No. We're going to head up. For, I'm going to go to vaccinenm.org. No, the, 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 the boogeyman's going to get us the COVID. God, we better get our shot. I don't know. She got her shot. I thought it was all good. 
And after she got her shot and then she gets sick, what, what's going on? We, I, I would have gotten even more sick if I didn't take the shots. No, if I wouldn't have taken the shots, then I would have gotten even more sick. Thank God for Michelle Lujan Grisham. I mean, the low information voter in the state of New Mexico, people who don't pick up, people who don't pick up the newspaper, people who don't read, people who don't intelligently watch TV, people who didn't graduate high school. They're waiting for the check to come at the beginning of the month, no? And when it comes, everything's all good. We're good for the, you even buy a little six-pack, no? That low-information voter is driving the dialogue in the state of New Mexico because it's free money, $27 billion overall. So are they going to care about what's happening 165 miles south of Albuquerque at some place where people are tripping, no, on the LSD and the marijuana? There's more trips there. Then there is on the spaceport, no? They think it's funny. It's a joke. Oh, we're doing good. Look at the front page of KOB Channel 4 today. What's going on over there? It tells me that it's a brand new year. You just got to prepare. Look at all the good things. Higher minimum wage when you want a job. People leaving in droves right now. Paid sick leave. Yeah, I'm sick. Stop riding me. I'm washing the dishes. And then, of course, recreational cannabis, April 1st. We will be the April Fools, ladies and gentlemen. No doubt about it. It makes me sick to my stomach that we can't fight corruption because people are too tuned in, hyped up, zoned out, drunk, stupid, and pleasure-focused that they can't even take care of their own families at this point. Less than a 70% graduation rate statewide. It's actually been declining. No one's talking about that. Generally speaking, we have the Kids First reports that are put out, and those Kids First reports... <laughs> It's kids, they're dead last in the entire country, 50th, year after year after year. What is it going to take to get people stirred up enough? Take them off the dependency. Take them off the, uh, the government dependency. Not everything that comes out of the government is good. Case in point, Zach DiGregorio's $200 million lawsuit. New Mexico is going to continue New Mexicoing as long as it possibly can. As long as there are these fail-safes that keep us coddled and happy and numb to the pain of what's really happening politically, economically. I mean, if we really were talking about what's happening in the state of New Mexico, if we're really exposed to market forces, what would we have? We have massive unemployment. We're already fourth highest in the country. It would be far worse than that. The labor participation rate's at 54%. Like, this is the year that Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is running into with all this hefty money, $27 billion, $3.5 million in the, in the war chest, a, a clamoring of uh, some sorted gubernatorial candidates from the other side that might, get a, uh, might have a chance. They're just trying to get any gasp of air. It's like, oh, we're, we're also in the market, too. We're here. You got the weatherman, you got a brigadier general, probably the smartest guy who may have ever run for office for the governor of the state of New Mexico, and Greg Zanetti. And you've got uh, a patriot in uh, Karen Bedoni. There's some other people that are in there. I think you have Rebecca Dow. She's a legislator. She's not going to be able to raise any money during the entire special session. That puts her at a huge disadvantage, despite the fact that She's probably the second most active on social media. Ron Ketty, number one, Zanetti, three. I mean, those are your three horses that are sort of carrying most of the money and a lot of the social media 
uh, currency that's out there. And I just have to say, I'm not confident we're going to be able to pull this off, even with all of these things at our side. The Republicans, if they don't decide to get it together and bond and come and congregate and say, hey, you know what? Anything is better. Anything is better than Michelle Lujan Grisham. We're not going to make it. We just aren't going to make it. And our candidate needs to be doing it better and cleaner on the right side than any of the ones that are elected to statewide office. And every single one of those offices is held by a Democrat. Our entire congressional delegation, though you did have Alexis Martinez Johnson, she failed to put up any more than like 12, 15%, I think, in Santa Fe. But she's running for CD3. We've got to have a deeper pool. The only candidate declared for CD1 is Michelle Garcia Holmes. I think she raised $120,000 the last time that she ran. She was running Mickey Mouse commercials that were a minute long that looked like it was put together on an Apple II. I pray that anybody jumps into that race because that's going to be another abysmal failure against a no-name. You, you couldn't even tell me who the CD1 representative is. It's Melanie Stansbury, by the way, who's going to go in, into this in a giant cakewalk, especially now that things have been redistricted. And then CD2, the entire world leveraged and aligned against Yvette Harrell, who literally had $33 million spent on her, the second richest race in history. And the Democrats figured out a way to screw it up for us Republicans once again. What did they do? Well, they kicked my cousin out of his district. He doesn't have a district. Good man, Joshua Sanchez. And made sure that they stuck it to us in district number two so that Yvette Harrell can't get reelected. We have to do everything we possibly can. There's a lot of things that are moving to back us up. And the Republican Party is seemingly, especially uh, we Steve Pierce, is moving in the right direction. I'm pretty happy about what I've seen, especially during my mayoral run. And yeah, I would even say a little bit after that, I like what we did with city council. You've got some good political operatives who are trying to do the work that they're doing, Jay McCluskey uh, and the like. You know, I think it was a pretty successful uh, city council domination. I don't know why RPNM is sending out stuff with the city councilor, Louis Sanchez, on that. He's a Democrat. You might as well get him to register Republican before I put him on any letterhead. But there you go. That's the layout. That's what we're looking at. And I hope that uh, each and every one of you can help us get this news out to tell them that stop voting Democrats. Stop voting for these corrupt politicians. Stop voting for the bad people. There's another party. There's another way. There's a better way. I hope that you can go ahead and convince your friends, neighbors, family to go ahead and uh, re-register, get involved in the party primary as well, which is all going to happen this weekend, and I will certainly be there. 550-5500, that's 550-5500. Let's hit the top of the hour news right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. This continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. If you are vaccinated and boosted, you may get COVID, but you are highly protected against severe illness. President Biden's comments at the White House on Tuesday, this has over one million people, both vaccinated and unvaccinated combined, tested positive for COVID-19 on Monday. Americans are quitting their jobs in record numbers. 
The Labor Department says four and a half million people left their jobs in November, which is a new high. According to the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, the accommodation and food service industry led the way with the largest number of quits, losses in health care, social assistance, transportation, and warehousing round out the top five. This is USA Radio News. Trust. Maybe a small word, but with huge ramifications. At Fellowship Home Loans, we want to be the mortgage lender that you trust. Fellowship realizes that trust is earned and can easily be lost. That is why we listen not only to the wants, but also strive to understand the need. Take a look at our Google reviews and our A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. But that's just the beginning. What matters is you. Give us a chance to earn your trust, not just your business. Fellowship Home Loans, 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. We will listen and put together a plan to help make your dreams come true. Fellowship Home Loans, 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans, welcome Welcome home. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, MLS number 60134. The Remain in Mexico policy is back and running. The Biden administration brought 36 migrants back to the United States for court hearings on Monday under the reimposed Remain in Mexico program and expanded its enforcement of that program into San Diego, California. Candidate Joe Biden from a year ago. This is the first president in the history of the United States of America that's anybody seeking asylum has to do it in another country. That's never happened before in America. The Biden administration has asked the Supreme Court to intervene and allow them to end the program that blocks illegal immigration. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. The nation's airports still trying to dig out from an avalanche of flight delays and cancellations. So far today, there have been more than 3,500 flights that haven't taken off on time or at all. This comes as the East Coast was hammered by a winter snowstorm on Monday, and that's where today's trouble spots are located. More news at usaradio.com. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Some lawmakers are hopeful 2022 will nail down reform in big tech. Republican Congressman from Colorado Ken Buck agreed and says that social media companies are playing a dangerous game. Buck, one of the few lawmakers who is not on social media and says we all need to boycott Facebook, Twitter, Google and the like. I don't think just other members of Congress. I think other conservatives, other Republicans, other people in this country who have a conscience should refuse to deal with Facebook. Facebook is a company that has knowingly uh, recognized the the ill effects of its product on young teenage girls and and their self-image and seen increased suicides and and uh, this, this body shaming that's going on, they have uh, recognized that their uh, their social media app is used for 
uh, uh, bad purposes by human traffickers and drug dealers. And if we continue to use products like Amazon, like Facebook, like Apple, then we're, uh, we're part of the problem. And so I don't want to be part of the problem. Uh, there are times when I don't have a choice, but whenever I have a choice, I try to make sure that I act in a way that, uh, is clear that, that there are, there have to be alternatives. There has to be competition in the marketplace. Buck speaking there on Fox News. More news on usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk on AM 1600 FM, rock of talk. Dot com here on this Tuesday, January 4th, uh, show two, hour two. Glad to be here with you. And Murder Mike here for uh, hour number two. Uh, we are sans uh, Dowd 3000 today. Uh, he's recovering. Please keep him in your prayers. You know, uh, big rock fall hard, and he fell hard, and uh, he's, do, he's going to be doing better, but he doesn't believe that he is concussed, and uh, he is taking notes uh, very copiously uh, today, uh, yet and reacting uh, very nicely to the, the soft, cool voice, smooth voice, so I'm not hurting his head, uh, Murder Mike. Murder Mike, how are you? Uh, there you go. I'm doing pretty good, okay, and all right. I guess better than Dowd, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, good thoughts and prayers to him for sure. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you got to just uh, wish you were here. I uh, will play a little Pink Floyd for uh, for D. Dowd Musk. Lots of text coming in. You guys are feeling positive. You heard the entire hour. Don't forget to get it tonight. I'll have it posted uh, tonight at 9 and 10. Just been very busy, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to kick off the year. So many good things happening uh, as well. Uh, we have new advertisers joining up on board. Uh, let me let me, let me just uh, double check here. I want to make sure that uh, full throttle bottle is uh, set and ready to go. I, I got to say, uh, Murder Mike, uh, the station, if I, don't, if I don't say so myself, the station's sounding pretty good as of late. Uh, after uh, four and a half days of hiatus, talked to the uh, insurance company, and uh, they battled back with a new board. And if we're lucky, they'll battle back with a new trans uh, transmitter. And if not, we're out 80K uh, for the day and then some. So that's going to be rough uh, if uh, we got to go ahead and foot the bill uh, in 2022 on that one. But we'll figure out a way to make it work. Is that when we start doing crowdfunding or do I turn it into a nonprofit organization? <laughs> start a At that point, yeah, yeah, they go, every, everyone's GoFundMe. <laughs> I want to go fund me, right? That's what I want. That's the kind of account that I want. Let me get to all of your uh, text. Uh, thank you so much for uh, jumping in. There's nothing concealed that will not be disclosed. I love that. God knows, right? God sees. God sees. Or hidden that will not be made known. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roofs. That is uh, Luke 12, 2 through 3. Thank you for the information. God is exposing the corruption. Do you know what's in Luke 2? Not Luke 12, but Luke 2. Are you aware of uh, Luke they 2? I, I'm familiar with Luke, but I haven't uh, really read the yeah, Bible. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's an, the story of the nativity, Luke 2. Go go check it out. It's the miracle. Yeah. And have you watched The Chosen yet? No, but you I got to watch The Chosen. I got to do it. I got to do, do, do it. Put it on the list. That Crowdfunding is. for that. You can I, donate to that thing and... Get the rest of the Bible stories all written. It's 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 fantastic. ¿Qué pasa el cabeza de Muscrato? I don't know. Jeez, what is going on? 90 years of single-party Democratic rule in New Mexico, Eddie, has created a state with an enormous welfare class and an enormous public sector workforce. It is. It's ginormous, and it is 
uh, moving that G line as we elect more and more Democrats uh, year after year after year. Now we've been the the G line is gerrymandered into uh, this uh, hopeful, hopefully, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, this really bad existence for us. Those two components comprise over 50 percent of the electorate, which has opposed fundamental change in the past and will continue to oppose fundamental change in the future. Welfare state in New Mexico will continue to stumble along until it runs out of other people's money to spend. Uh, Bill says, I was wish I wish I was surprised, but sadly I am not. I'm not sure of the reference there, but uh, maybe the whole first hour. Yeah, I don't that. Uh, if the bond was not issued, then how can they be charged issuing a bond under false pretenses? Well, it was a private measured bond. To go back to that, um, wish I had the exact uh, write-up. In fact, I'll pull it up real quick. Let's see. Um, let me go back to one of my, let me get to that in a second, Lawrence. Uh, you're welcome for covering this. Thank you for thanking me. Uh, dude, that New Mexico liberal accent thing is now absolutely hilarious. So one of your favorite parts of the show, right? You, you I, certainly, you, you know, I'm just such a, a big liberal here. There's a murder. Mike, no, he's here. Yeah, I'm there. I'm Check everywhere. to see if my cousin's on the scanners tonight. Hold on, babe, bro. <laughs> I'll be there. Uh, you, you made it. There you go. And then, uh, Donald Trump's asking me for more money. He's begging me. Uh, he asked me to activate my founding membership, but my name is missing. He needs uh, he needs money. Uh, Trump over 40%, uh, by the way, uh, 46% over anybody else uh, for the 2024 presidential. We, we gotta That's get, good news. We gotta, no, it's not any news. The, the, oh. the, that election is so far gone. He needs to be running for Congress right now. And then when, after, when he's Congressman, Speaker of the House, then he can rerun for president oh. if that's something that he wants to do. And uh, that's the third most powerful position, you know, to an 81-year-old. Nancy Pelosi, look at her. The Walking Dead revisited. Literally the Walking Dead, 81 years old, and she's got half of her body cast in formaldehyde already. Now, yesterday, uh, Murder Mike, <laughs> we're all headed there. Oh, I'm sorry, but that just gets funny. It is true. Yeah, so, okay, so first homicide of 2022 happens in the northeast part of Albuquerque. Were you surprised on the on the otro lado de Central, right? Uh, the Dorado Heights apartment at 11800 Montgomery Boulevard. Gee, that's a bad area over there, but it's really oh. kind of more of the uh, upscale hood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of those apartments up and down Montgomery or some of them are just, you know, salt and pepper kind of thing where it's a good uh, residential area. Then the, the next one is not so good. So, And the Dorado is one of the apartments that is not the most favorable. So, Okay. So how did Albuquerque Raw get to 153 homicides? In the year 2022, I, I got to ask that question. I just, I, well, I know we were we were tracking everything, but are good. they are they also tracking justifiable homicides? Are they uh, tracking vehicular homicides? You know, where's where, where's where's the list coming from? I that's a good question because I know we are keeping an accurate accounting of 127. Is what, what we yeah, ended up with, right? I believe actually it maybe even jumped up to 130 because there was a there was a couple in there that were questionable. Okay. So there, it might be up to 130. The 150 count, I statewide maybe, but in Albuquerque, I just can't see it happening. Okay. Uh, more crime uh, around the state. Don't forget, Murder Mike is tracking it all night long, like uh, Lionel Richie. Two years since four-year-old James Dunkley Cruz was killed. Officials say he was uh, badly abused. Uh, this out of KOB Channel 4. Dunkley Cruz was discovered with an extensive injury uh, during the time of his death at the Cinnamon Tree Apartments. Back in 2019, dying at the hospital, family friend, Mr. Uh, Z. Marquez was arrested and charged with his death. He was watching James at the time, and he said, I was the first one who did CPR on him. I was the first one who called 911. Uh, KOB Channel 4 talked to Cruz at the field for her son after his death, but in the two years since all that, a lawsuit against CYFD alleged that James 
to have never been in his mother's care in the first place. So it's always uh, a lot of blame going on. We're waiting for the trial to start uh, in the death of a 10-year-old um, killed on August 24th. 2016, uh, Victoria Martins. Oh, how could you forget? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. just right there out front, and we're waiting, waiting for that to kind of uh, uh, come full circle, so we can finally get, you know, to the jury trial on that. <clears throat> According to this report, it says I don't know when Miss Cruz applied. She was informed two weeks ago to apply, so it should have already been conflicted out of uh, the office. But it has been known about since they're representing the co-defendant in all this. And according to Savannah Brandenburg, uh, Brandenburg, of course, you remember the former DA, but that must Here be related. I'm hopeful that they'll get it done sooner and hopefully sooner. The prosecutors have filed a witness list planning to call a number of investigators, CYFD workers, and even co-workers in all of that. And she has been charged in the death uh, of her son. So, uh, you know, how many calls do you see a night, Murder Mike, when it comes to domestic disturbance that are involving children? Many, very many. Uh, obviously, on, on an average, on, on, on any given night, uh, I think last night we had about 13 to 15 domestic violence calls, and I would say probably between four and six of them, there were children in the residence. So about a third, I would, about a third involved a the number, children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, in addition to that, we have a, uh, you know, I know you're talking a lot about uh, these dumpster fires. Dumpster fires. The dumpster yeah. fires happen sort of like 10 at a time, it seems. Every single time yeah. you report them, there are like 10, 15 of them. It's never just one or two dumpster fires. No, in fact, we had even a couple last night that were side by side behind the really? shopping center at, at uh, Tramway and Central. What, what's running these garbage fires, these litter fires? What, what's running them? How, why are they starting? Is it homeless, the homeless? Homeless people are starting them. Some of them to keep warm. Some of them just for kicks and grins. They get a little bit high and start, start them up. I mean, I, Is there any ability for to, to prosecute people who continually become... You know, much like the during the Christmas break, did you see how many times the Albuquerque Police Department headquarters HQ got vandalized? Correct. Yes. And it, well, as far as the dumpster fires goes, uh, that would be considered arson, no matter okay, what. Okay. No matter what. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you have no idea that, that what's in the. There could be potentially combustible things, and so is a big metal cans. Well, you know what's worse is a lot of the homeless people actually go to sleep in dumpsters. Oh my God. Yeah, they yeah. sleep in dumpsters, and some of them have actually ended up in the back of garbage trucks, and. Have had to had the truck stop emergency wise. When's the last time you've uh, heard that happening? It's Murder been Mike. a while, but I have heard of uh, I haven't heard them actually getting dumped in the truck. Yeah. But I have heard of uh, homeless people, you know, under the cardboard stuff being being located. That's uh, Goodfellas style, right? Yeah, there you go. I remember that. Uh, uh, by the way, the Department of Transportation, uh, run by uh, the Communications Director Marissa Mays. Remember her? She was a good looker in the morning. You might remember uh, waking up. The, the seven, best part of waking up used to be Folgers until Marissa Mays was uh, on the horn at uh, 6 a.m. with her smiling little face. Uh, so according to this, New Mexico Department of Transportation, they allocated $10 million to clean up New Mexico roadway beautification program. Given all the money that we've got, we should have got a lot more than that. According to the report, the department's normal budget for cleanup is just a little more than $3 million. So. With that amount of uh, budget going in, three and, uh, three point, uh, three and a third times as much, you think we're going to get three and a third, three hundred thirty-three percent uh, cleaner when it comes to the litter? Uh, no, it's a mess. Uh, it, it, there's a lot more out there than a couple of million dollars is going to cover. When sure. you drive up and down the freeways, have you noticed the amount of tents and trash and on a daily basis? And there's almost never any cleanup crews through. And thank I'm, God for the wind because that stuff goes somewhere. Yeah, it does. And I've seen, uh, I would say from tramway 
to cores, I probably have, have a, been able to observe at least 15 to 20. This is just that are right there along the freeway that yeah. you just see when you look, mm-hmm. not, not kind of the ones that are further back. Not to mention living quarters in the tents on top of the litter that's already there. Well, they make and their, those are very unsightly as well. Well, they actually, they make their homes out of the litter, and then it blows away. So. I haven't seen that. Yeah, wow. Well, you know, with uh, packing crates and beer crates and things oh, like okay, that. Oh, okay, got it, yeah. Absolve themselves some, yeah. from the wind. Marissa Mays, the director for NMDOP, says, we have hired another company. They have contracts out with a couple of other companies so that their whole purpose is to just pick up litter. That's it. So the Department of uh, Transportation was apparently short-staffed during the uh, pandemic, and they also had a shortage of corrections officers uh, uh, as well, which means that the inmates, remember we used to have yeah, the Beautify? Yeah, we used to have really the buses there. with the, you know, those yeah. guys out there cleaning up. I mean, and where are you going to run anyway if you're an inmate picking up uh, trash? On the freeway, yeah, I mean. You can run out in the traffic, and we'd probably be okay with that. Yeah, let them run, and boom. Yeah. You know, see, see how it goes. Play a little frogger, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the Department of uh, Transportation said it's not looking to spend this money on educational campaigns or ads. They want to simply just pick up trash, and that is it. They don't They want to tell you. It's not a toss to no moss, you know, million-dollar campaign. Was they going to give me $800,000 for the year? Uh, Have you ever seen that uh, commercial? Tussle Moss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I can think of a couple of people I could, you know, <laughs> work into that one. All right. I got to get into this this uh, this repeat offender at the Albuquerque Police Department. Okay. Was there calls? Have you heard this on the scanner? How is that called in? If it's actually happening at HQ, shouldn't like police officers are inside hanging out in the, uh, you know, having donuts and coffee and uh, typing reports and, uh, you know, whistling at their secretaries. I mean, I, don't you think at that point, do you, do you, don't you think they're just going to walk out there and take care of it? Or is there an actual 911 call that's placed? Uh, there was, a, in fact, that last one where the woman was vandalizing it, uh, it was actually an officer that initially ob- observed that occurring oh, okay. as he was pulling into the HQ. To- so do, so what happened? He pop out, and uh, this is Jen Audie, 45. She was, a, she's got a, she's got a vulgar look to her, by the way. Yeah, she's very, very strange. angry. Is it? it is she getting checked into the mental institutions at all? Well, that, yeah, that's another. That's just like the courts. It's a revolving door. You're in and you're out. You're in and in and out. And, and, and just, the mental health people are just back out. What's on the, the penalty for spray painting vulgarities? You know, f the police and all this on the wall, stairs, planters, benches, glass doors on the south side of the building. Is there any penalties for doing stuff like well, this? Well, it is. It's considered vandalism. So you know, I mean, they they can be fined. It's it's a minor minor infraction because it's vandalism. So it's a misdemeanor. Right, correct. When if it's happening with malicious intent against the police, actual people who uphold the law, I would think it would be uh, the the penalty would be increased. But I believe it still would be considered vandalism, and maybe the graffiti, depending on what it is, could be considered hate a hate crime. I'm trying to turn you into penologist today, so you can give me all the. <laughs> Thanks, boss. <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna make you work a little bit harder. I told you that we would get to go ahead and. Uh, and and spend the hour talking about crime. It's not often you get this much ample time to go ahead and do that. There's a, a, a frontpagemag.com story on still standing with Stephen Baca. I was reading, I got through most of it uh, here, but I think uh, it, with regard to, you know, sort of the vigilante justice stuff that's been done, Kyle Rittenhouse and now Stephen Baca, uh, this was put together by Michelle Malkin, who covered a lot of what was happening in Old Town and uh, downtown with the toppling of the Devarga, excuse me, the Onyate statues that was happening uh, there. There's a good article on Dowd. I'd like for you to kind of place that uh, in there, if you don't mind. Let me uh, go ahead and do that. There we go. If you don't mind just placing that uh, article in there for everybody to listen to tomorrow 
or watch to, uh, read tomorrow at uh, www.rockoftalk.chat. And we can jump into a discussion about this. Now, I have a video. They were looking for the video. Um, I think that this video, which is captured, uh, by, by, the, by the way, by Albuquerque Raw, bqraw.com, they had that, that video that's on there. And there was, you know, very malicious intent by the skateboarders and the gang and the throng of people who were attacking Stephen Baca. And if you're just looking at that one isolated incident, where there were about seven or eight people who were pushing back against the large Antifa uh, militants uh, who were there. I mean, you could definitely make that justifiable in terms of shooting, not to mention how Stephen Baca reacted after he did the shot. He did something, in my opinion, which was very smart. Uh, and no, it wasn't shooting the gun. Uh, what he did was actually very smart. In self-defense, he took a knee after firing the gun and shooting a guy four times, uh, I think three or four times uh, in the back. Uh, this particular guy who was here protesting, I believe, was an out-of-market protester. We were about three or so months uh, into the uh, pandemic at that time. This was June of 2020. But uh, essentially, long story short, as we're you know evaluating and looking at this, given you know, it's a very interesting point, I certainly do like it. Given what's happened with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, who's going to be a billionaire at the end of his you know media empire, probably with like uh, you know 20 girlfriends and God He's knows what else is going on. Sure. Yeah, right. The guy's going to be uh, hanging pretty on the, uh, a beach and say. <laughs> Before he gets to the age of 21, I, I just have to say that uh, it, I think it bears a second look. And maybe things won't necessarily go uh, according to the way that they might have expected to them in the first place. I think there was a lot of push by Mayor Keller, by the, <clears throat> excuse me, by the very leftist media uh, to criminalize uh, Stephen Baca for this. So I think this is a good uh, start and possible good turnaround uh, for all this. So uh, please uh, take a look at that. It's going to be in tomorrow's rockoftalk.chat uh, release. 522, back in four. We're going to check with Murder Mike right after the break and uh, get a good idea of what's happened for the last 24 hours here in the city of Albuquerque when it comes to crime. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times. All loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. The best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device, RevelcoNM.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065, 312-0065. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. 
I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. People from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. scanners back and forth because i know you don't get it while you're sleeping 
Uh, I, I never get ram. <laughs> you don't get the you don't get phase four deep sleep. I don't. I, are you kidding? Sleep. I'm gonna with? give you two PM excedrins and uh, just zonk you out, and you can't feel your legs in the morning. You'll be happy as a clam. Do you believe? That are clams be- happy, or is it just because of the smile that it looks like that it's there? I think they're happy until you somebody think they eats are? them. You know, until somebody takes their oyster. Oh, oysters on the half shell. Dynamite. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know it? Yes, I wow. remember oysters on the half shell. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, don't talk about crowdfunding, Eddie, when that's what you did to try to be mayor. Did I ever ask for a dollar? Nope, you never did. Uh, I love this guy. Look at this guy. Standing crowd. Yeah, I really do. I do have a good crowd. Uh, and when you lost, I'm sure your campaign money, you were able to take your sons on a great vacation. Look at this stalker. Oh, yeah, I used. I love yeah, this. Yeah. This is. I used my money that I made. Right, I made money during yeah. the campaign. Uh, I love these guys. Give me your hate, Albuquerque. Yeah, I'm the uh, bipolar. Uh, what was it? Uh, 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 intoxicated drunk. I mean, intoxicated LSD, drunk womanizer. Womanizer. There you uh, go. What, what is it? Sociopath. They've got so many names oh, wow. for me. Unstable. Yes. Oh. Uh, protest candidate. <laughs> you become hate. Bring me your hate. I've been right here for a very long time, baby. Yes, you have. I have not, not moved. You, I think you were you're surprised. A lot of people. Then you're like, oh, well, it's Eddie, so it's fine. No. Good for you, personally. I don't care, but I'm sure others see your actions as bad timing. I'm sure you didn't return money. Well, there was no I, you, money. I didn't get any. I didn't get any public funding. You moron! You I was the only you, privately financed candidate. The only you one, idiot. And you did not. I love it. Oh, and I, I sent that guy a big fat heart to make sure that uh, you gotta, you gotta, gotta, I got, you gotta embrace the hate. The hate is like fuel, murder Mike. You there know? you go. Okay. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that which I desire. Give me your hate. The more you hate me, right? The, the more you hate me, the, the the stronger I get. I gotta love that. Uh, let's see. Thanks for covering this aggravated vandalism. So we'll have to check into the, uh, the, the okay, thing for I that. I got that. Uh, Eddie, you can spray pintura, but huffing is illegal, bro. There we go. You guys really trying to get me to just talk like. Uh, Eddie, there's been a dead raccoon on the I-25 median for the last couple of weeks. And the old Marissa might want to pick up. There you go. You think uh, Marissa, Marissa May is going to get out there and uh, pick oh. up the old raccoon there? Oh, yeah. Maybe they'll advertise it. Who owns the Pat trash pickup contract? Is that waste management? Uh, it's private. Well, it's city and private combined. Hmm. So uh, there's waste management corporation does pick up. Trash. Is it a public-private partnership? That I wonder if we'll easy. do better if it's that. So Susana Martinez had no hand in the spaceport fiasco. No, I don't. You know, she she kind of let it go. You know, frozen. Uh, Eddie, I wanted to share with you yesterday we had a 16-year-old teen commit suicide. In Valencia County, very sad. That's uh, from Bob and Las Lunas. I appreciate you, Bob, for checking in. And, uh, you know, uh, Dowd, if you don't mind texting me, the suicide hotline is always during that very depressing time. More than a million, a million infections right now. New Mexico reporting 31 new deaths, 1,654 additional COVID-19 cases. At this point, uh, folks, I don't know that anybody's really counting the Omicron stuff because it's not very lethal. And it's seemingly everybody's had it, particularly people yeah. who were vaxxed, right? You get a little sick maybe at the, at the worst case scenario. You feel a little bad, but then you get over it in a couple of days. So. Vaccine boosters encouraged. I wouldn't have got it so bad because I had the booster. When I got the booster, I didn't get it as bad. I would have, it would have been a lot worse, no? It would have been a lot worse, no? Odele. <laughs> There we go, Odele. You that's that's your response to every single one of those. Uh, are you gonna uh, jump into the Powerball uh, this evening? No, six hundred ten million. Well, maybe I will. Yeah, yeah, if I do, I'll, I'll I'll help pay off your debts for I'll, the campaign. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> All my debts. I have so many debts. I yeah, spent every last dollar we had to go ahead and try and do what we could. And he should have been more like Bernie Sanders. He hired his wife to be his campaign manager with an astronomical salary. <laughs> uh, by the way, doubts checks in. Uh, suicide hotline, 855. 662-7474. That's 855-662-7474. That's 855-662-7474. Make it through the next two months with us, folks. We'll promise you uh, increasing days of sunshine, uh, and you'll feel a lot better because you'll be able to tune in to us uh, into the Kiva uh, each and every day. By the way, happy birthday to Diane Cannon. Uh, you know, you remember Diane Cannon? Uh, I remember the name. I think, yeah, from yeah. old TV shows. Yeah, 70s shows. She yeah. Was- She's, Ooh, 70, yeah. She's one of those hot, sort of uh, dirty blondes, right? You know, like that. Uh, Diane Feinstein. Oh, yeah. She's still up and walking. I can't believe uh, that. Uh, she was married to my old boss, Dick Blum, Diane over at Feinstein. CB Richard Ellis. He was the CEO. So, uh, she was the mayor of San Francisco, correct? Wasn't Diane I don't Feinstein? know. Was she? Mayor, uh, governor? So she She's the, no, she's a senator. She's oh, the senator, head okay. senator. She was there with uh, Barbara Boxer Shorts for a long time out okay. in uh, Cali. Uh, Matt Frewer, no idea. Singer songwriter, Stipe 62. Uh, Dave Foley, uh, no relation to Matt Foley, uh, who lives in a van down by the river. 59 today, by the way. And then Julia Ormond, remember that? Uh, you know who Julia Ormond is? 57. I can't believe some of my uh, crushes are now looking yeah. worse than me. <laughs> there we are. All right. Uh, let's see how the city's looking over the last 24 hours. Murder Mike's got the. Crime stats uh, here, Murder Mike. What's it? Uh, what what will it be? Well, I tell you what, it was a fairly quiet night in the uh, in the queue. Oh, good. Uh, around, well, yeah, it was. That's it's kind of nice to hear for a change, you know. And around eight p.m., uh, APD and EMS did respond to a reported stabbing, and that occurred at the Circle K at San Pedro and Central. They're infamous. That's a hot spot for San Pedro uh, and Central yeah, right stabbing there. right across from Cervantes. No, San Pedro and Central. Cervantes uh, San Pedro and Gibson. Oh, we're talking about the uh, what? What is the name of the Spanish Super market K, there? Right, yeah, right there. Yeah, by Mercado, the Sonics and, and that's the right next door to the Sonics. Yeah. Fact, and it I, used to be the Tradewinds Motor Lodge for yeah, a long time. Yeah, Tradewinds. Then they then they gentrified it. They upscaled it a little bit. Yeah. And My then, dad was a contractor. He built the Tradewinds back in the oh, day. Yeah. And El Mesquite Market, right there. Too. El Mesquite is right there. Yeah. So right what next happened? To the Sonic. Um, well, it, it occurred evidently the it, when PD arrived. They located a 27-year-old male suffering from stab wounds to the chest and the arms. Oh, wow. Yeah, the victim was conscious and breathing with non-life-threatening injuries and transported to UNMH in stable condition. So Mm. that's that's always good to hear. He was a bad aim. He didn't get me good. He just barely got me, no? That happens so much uh, much of a... I actually was eating a hamburger one time at the Sonic, (laughs) looking at the... This is not not turning out well. Well, uh, I, I was eating at the Sonics. I, that was a that was a mistake to begin with, right there. But I'm sitting there munching on my hamburger, and there's a guy yeah. sitting right across from me, leaning against the fence, just geezing up. I mean, yeah, right in front of me. Just you got to do the hit, do wherever you got it. Yeah, you know, sometimes you can't it, wait till you get home. He hit you gotta, it. You got to break not. open that six pack in the car, no? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, boy. That's pretty bad. Jeez. Well. And then at twelve fifteen last night, or this morning, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, New Mexico State Police was involved in a high-speed pursuit, which started on eastbound I-40 at University. Uh, the pursuit, which was at speeds of 100 miles per hour plus, quickly left the freeway and continued on the surface streets on northbound Carlisle at speeds of 75 to 80 miles an hour. It continued through various surface streets at 80 miles an hour. The spike belts were deployed at two different intersections. Did I get him? 
They finally did, yeah. All right, way yeah, to go. You got to throw those spikes out. Well, the guy drove another three or four blocks on his rim. Just about that seems just good. So finally, to drain the you know the low profile tires. Yeah, there you go. That's that, there goes your spoke rims. <laughs> they they caught him at Gibson and University, uh, and it was a, a female driver. So oh, was yeah, female what's driver. Going, what's she, going on with she her? She was giving the cops a run for their money. Really, boy. little joyride. I, uh, Think she was car, out of her yeah. mind. Probably dumped her other. She went four loco, then she went white claw. Muy loco. Yeah, she went four loco, and then had white claw, and she's like blazing down the street. Has no idea what she did. She probably did. Uh, I didn't remember what the call after that. They just said that no know, kids. She didn't do it. She didn't do it New Mexico style. There was no kids. No in the kids car, right? in the car. Oh, no. There we go. No, the, we always pray for that. This scanner just. You never know when she's running with the uh, the kids from one boyfriend to the other. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> he loves me. No, he loves me. No, they're both, they're both gonna... and the kids aren't even related. <laughs> no, blood. they're related. They're related, but yeah, you know, but... no, they're related. They they both receive their paychecks at the beginning of the month from the welfare department. So, oh yeah, they yeah, got that going. Somehow on. they gas that thing up, and they're ready to go. You know something that reminds me. I think it was last summer. Uh, a woman pulled into the Circle K, yeah. and her car was stolen. So she called it in as a carjacking with kids in the car. Yeah. The police jumped all over it. They started uh, blocking freeway exits, the whole nine yards. I mean, they responded with high priority. And then she called, when the cops finally got to the Circle K where she was located to take the report, yeah. there was no kids in the car. She wasn't carjacked. She just left her keys in the car, and the car was stolen. So, you know, when you're calling in something like that, when you call in a false report, don't don't be surprised when the police react accordingly. So. Yeah, but, but anyway, moving right along here. Ellie so, made three copies of the keys, one for <laughs> me and the other for the for the two boyfriends. Yeah, and the fourth <laughs> under the hood or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then she had the locks changed. Taruka. Well, at ten fifteen, a sudden armed robbery occurred at the to an individual, and that took place at the Coronado Mall. There was no really any further details on that. And then there's something that we rarely cover, but we do monitor on the police scanners as well. Okay. Is uh, traffic uh, and the uh, airport police at the Albuquerque International Airport. So, mm. and shortly after 3 a.m. this morning, Al- airport police was dispatched to the JetBlue gate reference and disturbance. And really, it, it appears a flight which was scheduled to take off earlier and it had already been delayed once had announced a, their actual third delay. So many of the passengers at that point became very irate. And Was it get, the uh, overnight 65 to New York? The, the red-eye flight? Yeah. It might have been. Because I bet they, you it was because that goes off at 11.59. So they were there. They were there. So they were becoming irate. They were on the, they were on the tarmac for four hours. 11.59, and they, didn't, uh, they weren't even able to board until uh, after 4.30 or 5 o'clock. This morning? This morning. Jeez. Some of them were, were switched to a Delta flight or given uh, uh, a refund on their tickets or moved to a different flight. So, Well, I'll tell you what. All the shortages, the Omicron, and you know everybody taking I wouldn't take a flight right now because if my pilots are boosted, right, jabbed right. and boosted, I don't want it because pericarditis, myocarditis, is an event. Right. I mean, you know, I'm not going to fly that crazy thing. We ain't going to go airplane. And then they're, what, now they're offering even to the, the flight attendants, anybody they'll tag a flight two to three times with their pages right. to do the flight. So Roger, Roger, what? Roger, Roger what? Roger, what? Huh? over and out. <laughs> Captain over, what? All right, uh, what's next? Okay, well, I see. I guess the situation finally calmed down, but they did have to have APD come to help them out. Cause there was what's up with these people? people? They were upset. Well, they've been sitting there in, in the airport terminal for five or six hours waiting for a flight that Nobody, nobody told you to get on that plane. Yeah. 
They could, I guess they could find a Get a, a refund. Get a free flight. Huh? Remember Continental? How about an extra bag of peanuts? <laughs> Try <laughs> that. Maybe an extra neck pillow, you know? Oh, you think they would do something? Free massages from the, uh, you know. The, move them up to first, first class because there's no Whatever. In, Whatever. in general. Yeah, just try to hang loose. All right, what else? Well, let's see. There. Actually, that was, that was that it? Good. Well, that no, was oh, man. We got stats. Oh, we got stats. We stats got the stats. The lies. Drum roll, everybody. All the lies. Well, what we just said, they have, <laughs> there you go. There were 16 reports of shots being fired last night. Most of them occurred after midnight, and four of them were priority calls where they were, um, no, correction, seven were dispatched priority one calls, with the remaining reports were dispatched under the normal protocol. Uh, six disturbance calls were, were reported, as well as seven assaults and seven domestic disputes, uh, oh. three of which so were light priority nights. calls. Light night, low light priority? Night. Uh, priority calls because they oh, okay. weapons or uh, were involved. And in one instance, uh, both the parties were extremely intoxicated with numerous family members also there. And so it turned into quite a disturbance when everybody's drinking and you got a domestic dispute. That's one of the worst calls the police can respond to is uh, domestic disputes and traffic stops. So, and also, well, APD- we don't have traffic stops in New Mexico. You could just fly up and down the freeway. No one's ever going to, no one's ever going to pull you over. Until you get to the state police, they will try. They, I did see one this weekend, yeah. uh, a state police. The guy was getting real brave. You know, I don't think he could see over the, the, the passenger side. He had his head underneath the wheel. Yeah. You know? and he's just like cruising down the, <laughs> the freeway about 85. And I'm like, whoa, dude. State police, you know, <laughs> flipped the lights and uh, got behind him. You I, know? I hear it. State police has got a pretty high presence right now in Albuquerque. They have for a couple no, of we weeks. Need I've seen them. We need, more, we, need North, we need more 5 0. Yeah. And when they initiate a, a a traffic stop, if you run, they will. Mm-hmm. They will run after you. APD will not. You know, they they break it off really quickly if it, they see any imminent danger to the public. So they'll break it off. All right. Yeah. We'll break yeah. it off. They'll break off the. Uh, what else? Also, APD responded yes. to uh, six drunk and disorderly calls Ooh. and uh, only three overdoses. So that's, ah, nice, that's nice. That's a light night too. No burglaries were reported, and the same for suicide calls. So. There you go. That's a quick look at overnight events in the Albuquerque area. Uh, now, back to the man with a plan. Wow. Eddie have, Aragon on the Rock of Talk, no, AM 1600. Well, you, you get to talk a little bit more today. Isn't that nice? That's I love the it. One, I, the one upside of no doubt. <laughs> well, I missed out. I mean, I do. I miss it. No, I know you do. Across, I, you I, I know you missed out, but I'm just saying, you, yeah. know, you get a little bit more. Oh, boy. Um, oh, the text harassments keep coming from uh, crazy-ass Michael out in uh, Las Lunas. He's uh, under the full moon over there. Hey, man, it's your story. Tell however you want. I don't need to. Don't even worry. He says, you begged for money. I don't even have a GoFundMe page, bro. So uh, don't need one. And uh, didn't need your money to run for mayor. Yeah, no, thank you. No one left behind, Eddie. There you go. Everyone's enjoying themselves. You're going to keep you guys in a, in, a, in a good mood. When you've made so many bad decisions that he came to talk to you in person. We don't have. No- oh, my gosh. Ooh, wow. wow. That is uh, quite the. I don't know how many cops were down. You happen to know the number um, of current police officers on the streets? I remember several months ago that we lost 150 right off the bat, and then there's another. No, I think you're. No, I don't think we lost that many. I think we probably have an operation, probably somewhere like on the street operational, probably between like 450 and 500. Uh, Sean, mm-hmm. if you're listening, text me in the number. Let me know what's yeah, actually out there. Been. Number have been relieved. A number. I don't know if you've known the number of uh, New York uh, Police Department. Uh, and Chicago Police Department uh, officers who are out because of COVID mandatory qu- uh, quarantines, and then the uh, 10 days uh, that's coming in with that. So there's lots of stuff. 
That's uh, in addition to the low staffing already. And then people get a record number of people quitting their jobs in November. That's right. So that was, you know, also people are looking for new careers. They don't think they have to work. I mean, everyone's checking out. It's like, hey, can I watch Netflix for $30 an hour? I mean, that's kind of the type of economy it is. That's how, you know, uh, and the inflation driving everything up. And compare your grocery uh, list and the price and the bottom line to what you paid for, you know, a CPI bucket of goods back in uh, 2021. So what it is this week in 2022, it's oh astronomical. It's, yeah. And you know that you're yeah. on a, you're I, on a kind of a fixed income, aren't you? I'm on a fixed income. Yeah. I my groceries on a regular basis. I know. So At least you price. can lose some weight though. You can do that oh, uh, one boy. meal a day thing. How's that? Boy, I, one meal. I better do like one <laughs> meal a week. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> murder Mike. Bro. Don't be, <laughs> don't be uh, so, uh, don't be so hard on yourself. I 45 back to wrap up the show. Uh, hour three, it's going to go ahead and uh, we're going to put in uh, Dana Lash, uh, and then uh, two hours of Ben Shapiro, and then another uh, two hours of uh, Dana Lash. So we get the complete Dana Lash uh, show uh, for today. We appreciate everybody uh, tuning in here on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, i got about the little house in New Orleans, back and forth. There is a house in New Orleans. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 883- Three six eight three. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ. 
And we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service. And we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater has the Family of Five meal deal. One and a half pounds of meat, fresh homemade tortillas, the sides, and don't forget the salsa. Enjoy takeout, dine in, Taco Tote, hugetacos.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229, 884-8229. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlife. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Did someone say breakfast skillet? Quick, go to Sunnyside Up, the place to be for their Texas Steak Skillet, Cambridge, and Mexican Skillets. Sunnyside Up, Manala, Louisiana. And show your mobile Sunnyside Up offer, sunny.theplaceilike.com. Alarms are ignored, kill switches are easily detected and reconnected. RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber. And GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And And what what about about the fresh fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio Westlife. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. said, boy, let me tell you why. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player, too. If you care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now, you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul, because I think I'm better than you. Boy, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, 
But I'll take your bet you're gonna regret Cause I'm the best as ever been Johnny Rosin up here for a play his little heart Cause he'll throw loose in Georgia and let them all deal with cars But if you win you get the shiny fiddle made of gold But if you lose the devil gets your soul Alright I'm going to do here the key. Sorry for uh, it wasn't going out the first 10 seconds, the cool 10 seconds of the uh, show. We're going to wrap the show uh, here. You you like the Charlie Daniels band quite a bit. Do you ever Very play much. that late night uh, when it's just trying to keep the energy going? Yeah, I, that and a lot of other <laughs> uh, songs come to mind. That guy really knew how to fiddle around. So he brought yep, good one. Two out of 10, I'll give you that. Uh, All right, there you go. go. <clears throat> see, fighting back, moving forward, a, a guy in a dress, in a dress, yes, uh, that uh, is 2022. Would you like to know how I'm positive that the FBI protects high-profile pedophiles? They raided Epstein's private island, confiscated computers, hard drives, various electronic devices, along with 20,000 images from his mansion in Manhattan, and didn't make a single arrest. And they didn't go after anybody else. What happened? What's wrong with I'm waiting picture? for my uh, I'm waiting for my video that I played in German and UK television on the uh, Epstein Ranch stuff. I've been looking forward to that. Uh, they put Comey's daughter in charge of the prosecution, just to be sure, right? Comey, the big uh, protector, okay. James Comey, not my homie, uh, or you know, I think Trump did a good job of keeping him around long enough. Yeah. And, and, hey, show me where all the dead bodies are, Comey. There you go. You know? I remember when you went out there Thanksgiving. Remember that the the well, you don't have to say when. Hello. Oh, oh, sorry. Wow, just a dead giveaway. We had uh, Mike on the scanners and uh, two people going to check out the uh, Epstein Ranch, Zorro Ranch, yeah. and two feet of snow. Yeah, boy, remember <clears throat> that. <clears throat> I don't know who was there. Uh, nobody, I guess. I... We kill Epstein, put his madam on trial, have a few of the teen call girls testify against her, but never ask them who the clients were. Hmm. Uh, let's see, uh, Eric McFadden, he's on the guitar from Burke. He's a badass guitarist. I guess that's, uh, that there's someone on the animals from Albuquerque. From Albuquerque? Yeah. Uh, and I didn't realize that. I know that when they played here in Albuquerque at the rectory, but that the was whole, a long time ago. The whole thing, Eddie, makes me sad. LOL. Everybody's retooling, looking for a new job for 2022, leaving their old job because of the COVID restrictions and we still can't find help over here. Yeah. No one has really put that information out, but that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Hey, Eddie, I think Diane Cannon was on Caddyshack smoking hot. Oh, very. Like those 70s blondes, right? The, the free spirited blondes. Oh, yeah. Your, yeah. With hip huggers and bell bottoms. Hip, and hip hugger. I don't even know what that is. Oh, those were a form of hip bell bottom pants. Uh -huh. You like the hip. bell bottoms? I wore them in the day. Yeah, yeah. the bell bottoms. Good. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. You got to be kind of just quirky, just, goofy, yeah. cutesy yeah. to kind of pull that kind of look off. Anything. The hippie kind of look. You know, oh, yeah, the hippie. You know, if you remember the '60s and '70s, you really weren't there. So, was the hippie hippie shake? Was that a '90s song, two thousand song, '60s song? I don't Probably know. The hippie hippie. Shake. I'm trying to think of. I, I know exactly the song. what it was. Yeah, you don't know the song because you would have already. Hippie been hippie song. shake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just gave it to you. Well, I know. But what can I say? I lie a lot. <laughs> Out of Santa Fe, uh, New Mexico. New Mexico's plan to address the needs of the underserved indigenous students hasn't been shared with tribal leaders or the public, despite promises to do so last year. Indigenous education advocates say they were expecting to provide feedback in the plan way back in October. Don't forget, November was Indigenous Peoples Month. The New Mexico Public Education Department, PED, promised to release the draft to the public December 1st to provide time for public comment before the legislative session that begins in mid-January, uh, day after Martin Luther King, to be exact. But MLG has yet to set a date for the release of the plan. That's not very fair to the Indigenous people. 
The state is under court order to address deficiencies within its education system. Here in Albuquerque, the state's largest electric utility is now appealing the decision. Same thing. It's not enough to charge me thousands of dollars a month for my utilities. Uh, by regulators to reject a proposed merger with a U.S. subsidiary of the global energy giant Iberdrola. Inner Resources announced in the PRC that it filed its notice to appeal with the New Mexico Supreme Court on Monday. Company officials threatened in a statement that they believe the multi-million dollar merger with Avangrid would be in the best interest of the state. They failed. PRC didn't agree. The PRC, in its recent decision, pointed to concerns about Avangrid's track record elsewhere when it came to reliability and customer service, not to mention fraud and lawsuits. I heard uh, that. Well. in California. Yep. Uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Republican Alexis Martinez Johnson says she's making another run for the 3rd Congressional District. The Northern New Mexico District has been a Democratic stronghold since it was created back in the 1980s. Remember our first congressman out of the 3CD? Who was that? Our first congressman. I, I, I keep thinking, it wasn't Bruce King, but... Uh, um, Dick Ritchie, Bill Richardson. So oh, uh, yeah, don't you remember? Bill, oh, he yeah, ran. Yeah. He ran in CD one, then he got it in eighty two, and then uh, uh, headed straight up and became Clinton's buddy, DOE ambassador. Mm-hmm. Boy, what didn't they do? Then he, he made deals with China. Yeah, I believe he's uh, he's he's all over. So according to this announcement, she was optimistic about the new boundaries that resulted from the redistricting process. She thinks she has a chance. So parts of Chavez Eddie Lee will now be part of the district, and said that she would reach out to boost voting in McKinley County, which of course is Galoop. Gallup, New Mexico, and the Navajo and the Hickory Apache Nations, an environmental engineer. I don't know if that she works. Martinez Jansen ran unsuccessfully for a congressional seat back in 2020, but she did win the primary. I was uh, kind of hoping that maybe Karen Bedoni would take a look at that because uh, I thought she was uh, awfully restricted um, by, you know, geography and other things, and she's traversed the state. So, you know, I, I hope that Karen Bedoni run for a third congressional district. I think she'd be a uh, better candidate, and plus Alexis Martinez Johnson's already take a swipe at it. But hey, we'll stand behind any Republican who decides to go ahead and and then finally in Window Rock, Chinele, the Navajo Nation reported ten new confirmed COVID nineteen cases. Not many at all. They, they don't have the uh, Omicron out there, and no deaths on Monday. But the travel official said the first case of the Omicron variant has now been detected in the vast reservation, based on cases from December seventeenth to the thirtieth. Department of Health has issued an advisory of 42 communities due to the uncontrolled spread of the coronavirus. The latest numbers pushed the number of cases on the Navajo Nation to 41,657 since the pandemic began. So the death toll is at 1590. What does that give us? A uh, death rate of about 4.5%, probably highest in the state. But uh, again, if uh, you're experiencing uh, any Omicron infection or coronavirus infection, uh, your chances of survival are about the same as they are with the flu. So. Yeah. Let's uh, let's not uh, go totally crazy, folks, on uh, all of this. So, Werner Mike, final words from you, and uh, ho- hopefully some good things. Uh, we'll be able to hear back uh, tomorrow from uh, D-Dowd Muska, right? Let's hope so. I know APD is today is releasing details on the officer-involved shooting that occurred on December 2nd. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So, And, uh, to be almost, and I guess also the uh, father of the, the victim of, of the hit run down in Old Town is speaking up. Really? Time. Once in a while, the people that uh, helped the individual get away hid the suspect. Why weren't they charged in something? Is there any video on any of that? I believe there is, and I'm going to do some research on it. Yeah, from across the way, and not to mention the uh, police substation is also uh, right there as well. Folks, we'll see you bright and early tomorrow, 4 p.m., for another broadcast of the Rocker Talk right here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM. Download it now. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. 
And don't forget to download the apps at rockoftalk.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.